welcome to inspiring ideas podcast today we wanted to do our bit to the community and talk about soil many of you have seen or heard safe soil movement which is initiated by sadguru a yogi mystic and a visionary we have jay and prakash today who are amongst many earth buddies who would want to spread the awareness about safe soil welcome to the show how are you going fantastic madhu and thank you very much for this opportunity this is a fantastic uh, opportunity to spread the uh, the message of safe soil thank you thank Pleasure. you for having us here uh, it was uh, it's been a journey for me to learn a lot about soil and i was looking for an opportunity to share and it's really wonderful to be here today excellent to hear from both of you let's just jump on it right so starting with why safe soil and why is it important now prakash that's that's a very good question uh, indeed madhu uh, i'm sure uh, you have all of us have heard of uh, or, or all of us would agree that the fact that soil is the very basis of our existence right we get most of our food either directly or indirectly from the soil however uh today the situation is that 52% of agricultural soils have already degraded or eroded uh because of which more than 2 billion uh people are facing uh, malnutrition right it's a grim situation we're also seeing a spike in farmer suicides because farmers are unable to get the sort of uh, quality and quantity of produce that they used to get earlier and if this goes on we are heading into a situation where 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 there will be 40% less uh, uh less food for a pop uh, or 40% less food to feed a population of nearly 9.2 billion by 2045 and this will lead then lead to many other problems such as civil wars migrations uh, violence etc so as you can see uh, we're in a we're heading to a deep crisis and unless we act now the this will be the end of life as we see it or as we know it yeah, at the same time <laughs> that's bigger bigger statements there so uh, jay i want to get your perspectives from this yeah this is not to paint a doomsday picture as such but uh, it's a fact that uh, the kind of uh, situation that we ourselves through various kinds of industrial industrial practices and uh, things like that that we have landed ourselves into it is uh, just a way of acknowledging the situation today and uh, seeing how it can be turned around so we are talking about carbon emissions we are talking about rising temperatures melting icebergs untimely rains floods soil erosion all of these have a direct impact on the soil either uh, reducing the fertility or moving it towards desertification so when i looked up online uh, there were startling facts about uh, how we are uh, how how a majority of the soils in the world are moving towards desertification so that is why safe soil i think when i in fact uh, thought about in the morning you know what do i know about soil i knew very little you know now i'm getting to know more from both of you thank you for all the education i must acknowledge that first 
Um, right. So good perspectives uh, to start with why uh, safe soil. And now let's jump on to a little bit deep and unpack some of the uh, things that are, you know, basically uh, helping uh, the soil to get degraded. So how can we bring it back? So let's actually start with why organic content is key to soil and what can, you know, if you can elaborate on a number of parameters around that, please, uh, Prakash. Sure. Again, a, a, a great question, Madhu. Um, so when we say organic content, organic content is key to soil because the lack of organic content turns soil into sand. Or in other words, the main difference uh, between soil and the sand is presence or absence of the organic content, right? Now, when the, when the soil uh, has no organic content in it, it will lead to various issues. And, um, and, and some of the issues uh, that I would like to really touch upon and, uh, and which will be very important to the very existence of human uh, life or any life uh, on the planet, Number one is food, right? There will be a huge food crisis uh, in this. Now, one of the things which we have seen in uh, with food crisis is that today's uh, today's food, such as fruits, vegetables, and all that, has got ninety percent less nutrients than uh, before. Uh, there's also a study uh, uh, from from uh, one of the uh, leading universities in the U.S. which says that. Um, which, which shows production in, um, oh, yes, there it is, Madhu, thank you, um, which shows uh, reduction in uh, calcium levels by 27%, iron levels 37%, vitamin A 21%, and vitamin C 30%. Between 90, 1975 and 1997, due to soil depletion, right? Uh, so this is, uh, this, this is, really this is really something that we have to be concerned about and just talking about food uh, i was talking to my family members about how they perceive uh, the quality of food through these years so i was just taking the last three decades as an example and the one answer that i received from all of them is food is not as tasty as it used to be it is not as nutritional as it used to be and the number of deficiency diseases have gone up. So these are a few experiential facts that I have learned and known from my close circles when I did my own research as part of this movement. So yeah, so it's very evident that it's uh, happening, degrading soil, affecting our food. Mm. Yeah, I mean, I agree. I mean, interesting perspectives on food. And is there more or are we talking about... Uh, Anything else apart from the causes uh, for the soil uh, to be not to be organic and all that, Prakash? Yes, there are there are there are many. Just to add to the food, we are also seeing waning uh, immunity among uh, human beings, and uh, the number of deaths that we found in uh, we we experienced with the COVID crisis is uh, one of them. The lack of nutrition is sort of leading to low immunity in. Uh, in in the human in human beings right um other other aspects are uh, um, some of the other aspects are water water scarcity now a depleted soil for a fact cannot absorb and regulate water flows 
right? The lack of water retention, um, and then this lack of water retention, it leads to uh, water scarcity, droughts, and floods. Uh, we know for a fact that uh, when soil has got organic matter, it has the capacity to hold up to 90% of, uh, of its uh, weight in water. And that, that itself is a big help to drought prone areas. Yeah, and uh, this brings to mind a beautiful example that uh, I came across on YouTube. Uh, maybe the link will be provided. But uh, the two tubs, one both with both filled with uh, soil and uh, one with a bit of green cover, a small sapling and a little bit of grass. And the other one, barren, just soil. And uh, there is a bottle of water poured into both of them. And there is an outlet. And through the outlet, you can see the one with the green cover. Uh, there is water slowly, sleep, slowly seeping out. Whereas the one without any green cover, it just uh, gush, the water gushes out, uh, bringing soil along with it. So that kind of helped me understand how having organically rich soil uh, with tree cover uh, helps in water retention. Beautiful. I mean, that's so powerful. Thank you for sharing, Jay. And if you can, again, for our audience who are you know they are they are you know they are across the world and if they are able to see it and you know i can definitely share it in the link if you can that would be really helpful uh, the link that you were talking about yeah Fantastic. thank you jay yeah and right. uh, I just uh, prakash sorry point to add uh, i i learned this through the save soil movement uh, so what is being recommended uh, to have uh, is uh, three to six percent of organic content in the soil makes it uh, sustainable for agriculture which means we will be able to produce a rich nutritionally rich food good quality food for uh, all of us to consume that's what it means if we have three to six percent organic content whereas uh, more than 52 percent of the soil in india has less than 0.5 percent organic content so that is why we are calling it to be on the verge of desertification. Now, this is what I learned from the facts that were presented in Save Soil, that if the organic content in the soil can be taken to over 10%, the agriculture, uh, the irrigation requirements for agriculture will come down by 30%. So can you That's imagine massive. what that means? Yeah, mm -hmm. what, what could that mean for areas which are drought prone, where uh, rainfall is limited and uh, they have very less access to fresh water. It could really change lives. Yeah. And I mean, relating to the farmer suicide and all that, I mean, it could basically save them. And, you know, people should be starting to encourage, uh, you know, becoming more farmers, uh, something that we could, you know, definitely think about. Yeah, yeah. And uh, 400,000 yeah. farmers taking their lives uh, in itself talks about uh, uh, the condition of the soil because that's their, not their asset, but it's something which they use to provide food for all of us. So it's our asset. Yes. And that, that can then lead to many other implications, isn't it, with food and yeah, there are no farmers who, who will produce food. So we talked about food, we talked about water, and we talked about loss of livelihood to an extent. What else is there? 
Yes, there are many other uh, points or many other aspects. Uh, um, the other one which I want would like to touch upon is loss of biodiversity, right? And so what is biodiversity? It's nothing but, uh, but right now we've, uh, there is a scientific evidence to show that 27,000 species of life forms are becoming extinct every year due to loss of habitat. Right, um, and the crisis has reached a point where eighty percent of insect biomass uh, has gone. Um, for example, uh, a study in Germany found that tilling in farms reduced earthworm population in soil by about by twenty five percent in just ten years, compared to no tilling, no till land. Right, this is a European Commission uh, study. So, what does this indicate? This indicates us uh, to us that. Um, loss of biodiversity in soil disrupts the uh, soil habitat and prevents soil uh, regeneration. And then that leads to extinction of uh, species, which is uh, which which directly affects uh, the, the produce that the soil is uh, capable of um, uh, making, which is which is nothing but our food. Right. Yeah. It also affects so, the food chain, isn't it? Yes, exactly. Exactly. You're saying so, something. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, what uh, Prakash throwed light on upon is that uh, soil is, uh, I mean, at least I was looking at it as uh, a thing, but I realized it is a living mechanism in itself with so many, uh, so much of microbial activity going on. And uh, looking at those numbers, 27,000 species not 27,000 microbes, but 27,000 species of microbes going extinct annually is like this living substance or a living habitat, like Prakash called it, uh, is dying. So this is why the term soil extinction, I think those numbers uh, speak for themselves. Uh, there is so much scientific study and research on certain species of aquatic life, certain species of uh, vertebral life, uh, because we are able to measure their numbers uh, in terms of uh, whether it is tigers or whether it is dodos, and we are able to classify them as endangered species or extinct species. But there is so much study and research that is going on on our soil, and it was very surprising for me that it took a movement like Save Soil for me to become aware of it when there is so much scientific research and study on it. It's just we are all so engrossed in our own daily lives and you know we don't yeah. generally look at the ecology around us, which is the sound basis for our extinction. I mean, or I mean, not to say extinction. Existence. Existence. <laughs> that's the yes. word. Yeah. Hmm. Right. So what else? Uh, I mean, is that all? I mean, is there anything else to... No, no. So the big part and something which everyone is familiar about is uh, going to come and that is climate change. So, Madhu, what do you understand about climate change? See, to me, climate change is, is definitely pertinent and we're all talking about it and, you know, how we can bring technology to help address the climate change issue with AI, IoT, and all that. They've got, uh, we've got uh, ESG um, and then the Paris Agreement to make it net zero by 2050. These are all fantastic measures and every industry and organizations and others are trying to emulate so that 
we can become more uh, you know carbon free so that's what i know mm-hmm. yes well what you know is uh, is is relevant and uh, great and it is it, it helps uh, climate change rather preventing climate change there is also a, a large aspect which soil uh, uh, plays in climate change which we are all not aware of right the climate change uh, all the the climate change all the aspects of climate change that has been touched upon so far has been uh, cutting fossil fuels emissions or planting more trees uh, etc and that's what's coming up in the uh, has been so far discussed in the uh, paris agreements and uh, all of those things which you mentioned right but do you do you know that uh, carbon mixed in soil is three times more than what is uh, there in living plants and two times more than what is there in atmosphere uh, for a fact a study from columbia climate school uh, states that uh, uh, has found that manure and compost increase uh, soil health and crop yields and help form stable carbon that can remain in soil for decades now this means that um, soil is critical for capturing and storing um, atmospheric carbon and if soil is not revitalized it can release up to 850 billion tons of carbon dioxide which is which becomes a, the biggest contributor to the climate change than anything else and 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 if we really look at it more closely it it means that we are going to uh, the emissions are going to be um, all of humanity's 30 years worth of emissions which are going up in the air if we don't revitalize the soil wow now, do you, don't you agree jay i am smiling because uh, not because this is a beautiful fact but mm. uh, it uh, again took me save soil to understand that uh, soil is the largest carbon sink all these days i whatever my textbooks taught me i just thought that i'll have to get this entire planet covered with trees and green cover to be able to absorb all the carbon dioxide in the on the planet but uh, again just the numbers that prakash mentioned if soil is capable of holding twice the amount of carbon dioxide that's there in the atmosphere right now then this is something that is the solution for carbon emissions but i'll tell you one very surprising fact again uh, i heard this from uh, lord billimoria who is the chancellor of university of birmingham in london that he visited cop26 uh, recently concluded he spoke at 30 events and not a single event spoke about soil mm. which is mm-hmm. staggering right mm-hmm. yes yes it's such an important thing and uh, hasn't been given that level of importance that it deserves agree agree so is that all i mean are we uh, looking at anything else before we jump on to the solution yeah so i just have uh, i have maybe one more topic uh, that i wanted to touch on this that is sure. uh, all this all this basically leads to loss of livelihood isn't it so when we say loss of livelihood that means more farmers committing suicide as i mentioned previously mm-hmm. um 74% of poor are 
affected by the land uh, degradation and that's leading to uh, that in turn is leading to mass migrations uh, due to food scarcity and 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 in the past we have also seen a lot of conflicts and issue uh, such conflicts arising due to uh, due to due to high food prices yeah and it it can again we can we we, we might uh, be in a position that we might witness these kind of situations again in the future if we don't take care of these things now can't agree more to, uh, to you just to add to that uh, uh, there is a study i am from india so uh, whatever facts i am giving mostly relate to india but they are more or less maybe the numbers and the percentages could differ but uh, could be true across the globe this is a global phenomena that we are talking about and uh, there was a study that is conducted in india and uh, uh, about 2% or less than 2% of the farmers want their children to go into agriculture so how sad that, is that 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 clearly yes. explains uh, why uh, farmers children are getting into software and other professions which is <laughs> which is good in many ways but uh, we are slowly heading towards a society which is farmer free which means it is also going to be food free and that's a dire situation isn't it getting there it is so, so very very interesting perspectives right on on what is it that we have on our hand in terms of the soil per se now what is the solution I mean, is there any method to madness here starting with jay yeah so uh, we are seeing a lot of organizations talking about planting trees there are so many initiatives about planting trees increasing green cover there are so many organizations which are advocating um, organic farming agroforestry uh, multi crop uh, harvests instead of monoculture which is all beautiful and good definitely they work that is why the numbers are increasing the number of organizations number of people involving in those practices are increasing but the only sustainable way forward would be to get government infrastructure behind this cause getting governments to realize that regenerating soil has to happen today because uh, it's a very slow phenomena so if you do a plantation drive today and if you plant trees it will take 5 10 years for those trees to become big and uh, in some cases it will take 5 years for you to get your first crop out as well if it is a fruit plant or things like that right so it's a slow thing so if we start taking steps today for us to see results it's going to take 15 20 years right true so the solution the sustainable solution that we can look at is driving governments to make policy changes to ensure a certain amount of organic content in the soil which means they come up with uh, ways in which uh, uh, each country can take this up in a big way right now to put it bluntly if i have a land of 10 acres and i do whatever i want with it i plant trees i cut down trees i plow it for how much ever time i want i leave it open to the sun i kill all the biodiversity i take as many crops as i want and after 10 years i convert it into a desert there is nobody who can question me they can there is nobody sure. who can 
call that wrong but if you take the construction industry nobody can do that if you have so much land there are legal policies which define you can only construct so much you will have to leave so much space you need to have so many windows so much ventilation etc etc right so that is all we are trying to ask for uh governments across the world that they ensure a certain amount of organic content in the soil so conscious planet team they took two years and along with the help of uh, the scientists and experts in the industry they have come up with 192 recommendations for 192 countries considering the type of soil they have the geographical location that they are in the latitudinal and longitudinal spread climatic conditions considering everything what can be done in a particular country to regenerate its soil so these are recommendation documents 192 of them one for each country and uh, it is very great to know that even before this movement was kicked off six caribbean nations have signed mous to take up soil as the most important thing uh soil regeneration rejuvenation so mm. yeah that is what could be solution as proposed by save soil movement very nice i, th- I think all these are in theory right um, jay i think we are all very common people here talking about that importance and i mean just a disclaimer we are not part of any other movement we are just common people earth buddies we are trying to make sure we spread this news so how can we make this theory you know get into practice is is a million dollar question to you okay the reason why this big smile on my face is because i was a part of uh, another similar event and i would be very glad to share about it 2017 it is called rally for rivers there was a one month rally where sadguru himself drove from the southernmost tip of india to the capital of india which is in the north to delhi and it was a one month rally where he drove along with other volunteers and there were a series of events in all the major cities along the way he drove about 9500 kilometers and in that one month uh, we were able to get 162 million missed calls voting for a river revitalization policy okay it is a 750 page draft recommendation which was again prepared by the experts in that field and after at the end of this rally this was handed over to the government and within 6 months it became a policy so we are talking Fantastic. about the largest democracy on the planet right if it was possible there it is definitely possible everywhere else uh, it is just that uh, the numbers speak if 10 people ask for soil regeneration it is not so important it's not so big but if 10 million people ask for it if 3.5 billion people ask for it which is 60% of the world electorate population then no government can actually ignore it so sure. whatever is being proposed here is a model which has been implemented in 2017 now just one more point because the river revitalization became an official policy today there are 13 river revitalization projects which are currently underway by the government in india if it was not a policy again there is no guarantee there is no sustainability 
there is no buddy who can ask a question or uh, who no, has a guidance. People completely died down for sure. Yeah, but the fact is, it's still going in, and people are still considering it. It's just because of the policy that was made around it. Uh, so, is there anything that is happening around the soil in in similar ways? Uh, yes, and similar to um, the the uh, um, rally for rivers, which uh, Jay just uh, uh, pointed out, and similar to uh, on on similar lines, we uh, we have Sadhguru who is um, uh, he is he's embarked on another hundred day journey. He's a sixty five year old. Uh, lone motorcyclist start uh, wow. riding the motorcycle yes uh, all the way from uh, europe to uh, south india uh, for these 100 days and uh, today we are at the 88th day of that 100 day uh, journey uh, during this time he has uh, met a lot of uh, people in all the countries that he has uh, uh, that, that he has visited including uh, a lot of influencers, key influencers, to spread this message about uh, the Save the Soil uh, movement and what what we, uh, we as common people, as well as the influencers, etc., can do to push this moment and uh, make that policy change or drive towards that policy change, which uh, Jay just elaborated about. Um, I think uh, I would strongly uh, it's not i think i would strongly encourage everyone to uh, those who are viewing this to jump onto the save the soil dot uh, website uh, to have a look at uh, uh, the contents uh, within that website be a part of that movement be an earth body and uh, spread the message and contribute uh, as in in every way shape and form possible uh, you know, to the extent uh, possible from your end yeah, sorry, uh, just a few corrections there. Uh, so we are just on the 12th day, not the 88th day. There are 88 oh, more sorry. days to go. <laughs> so, oh, okay. so Sadhguru took off on this uh, 30,000 kilometer journey at the age of 65 on uh, March 21st. So we are on the 12th day right now. There are 88 more days to go. And uh, it is during these 100 days, all of us can come together and create this huge momentum. So it could be various other uh, areas uh, that we could be working in. It could be organic farming, it could be agroforestry, it could be horticulture or whatever. And uh, it's this is the time for all of us to unite, uh, come together. And if we are able to create that kind of an impact in the world in these 100 days, then it's very much possible to uh, to motivate governments across the globe to invest in long-term policies to sustain life on this planet. Exactly. So and the I... website is uh, savesoil.org and uh, please jump onto the website. There is tons of content over there. It is all scientific research and study which is being converted into infographics in a way that kids can understand, in a way that normal people who understand very simple science like me <laughs> yeah like all of us <laughs> and uh, please use that to share this as much as possible 10 minutes a day we don't have to drive 30,000 kilometers or even 3,000 kilometers uh, just 10 minutes a day uh, please register as an earth buddy 
on savesoil.org and please contribute. Thank you. Thanks for the lovely correction, Jay. Lovely. Thank you so much, both of you. It's been a real pleasure. I mean, I really hope this small vidcast, a video cast, and podcast can actually reach uh, many people uh, to create this awareness. And thank you so much for being on the show today. Safe soil, my friends. Stay safe, stay happy, and stay inspired. Thank you. Safe soil. Thank you.